Welcome back to A Discovery We Trust, a Star Trek Discovery podcast, where we will be doing a audio commentary for the original pilot, The Cage. I am one of your hosts, Kevin, with... The other host, Ethan. So we've done this before. We've done this with uh, Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, and we did it with Undiscovered Country, and we're doing it with The Cage, obviously, because Captain Pike is a main fixture of Season 2 of... Uh, of Discovery. Yeah, so we've been choosing things that are connected. We did the Klingon... The, um, the Voyage Home was not connected at all, but that was just for fun. The Voyage Home wasn't connected. Well, no, we love the Voyage Home. Oh, yeah, we did. So, uh, so if you, so we, in the past, we what we've done is you know, we've queued up the episode and we've kind of told people when to start watching. Yeah. So, so we got something different this time. We queued it up on Netflix... And we're at three seconds in, and we're going to press play. Yeah. So I guess when you have the main theme playing, three uh, seconds. you press play. So It's right around the third note of... Yeah. And we have uh, we have subtitles on, and we did find something that was very funny, which we'll probably start laughing at again yeah. momentarily. So yes. do we? Uh, should we do a countdown? Uh, yes. All right. So if you are about three seconds in, pause it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which just about the time to start it and then pause it and press play when we count down from three. So three, two, one, play. All right. Open on a star field. This is not the remastered one, which is I'm a little surprised by. That's strange. All well, the rest of it is. Did they remaster this? They did. Hmm. I'm happy to not get the remastered one. So that, that is not a great font. Woman vocalizing. I think it's not. I think it's a all right font. But compared to what we got oh, later, oh yeah. man, we're seeing angles of the Enterprise we've never. Yeah, seen that head-on angle coming yeah. straight at you. Looked like it was made for a 3D movie. We've seen this before, and I always like this this shot of them of the. Yeah, they they got better at their star fields later too. They did. Ooh. You didn't see that kind of fancy uh, editing work, though. Although it's tilted, so it's not right. (laughs) More of a turtleneck look. I gotta say, I've never liked this episode. I know we're commentary for it, but I've never liked it at all. Yeah, no, it's not surprising it didn't get picked up. Yeah. Those gooseneck lamps on the console too yeah see this is what I was saying though before when this season one of Discovery ended and we saw the Enterprise show up and we were kind of speculating of what the inside of it would look like I mean this would not have looked they could have done something more based like this because the colors aren't crazy no I still think they can do this they'll probably just update it a little bit but like this doesn't look 
The general layout you can do. Have the same right. screen you can make look like that. Widescreen. It would be fun to do it like that. But again, I mean, yeah. that's what televisions looked like in the day, so that's why they chose that right. shape. They were 4 by 3 This guy's got a really weird posture on the table. He's the sitting console. at He's sitting at a chorus console. Like his uh, chair, his stool is too low. Yeah. Oh, look, those are not a gooseneck lamps. They're little screens inside. Everyone's shirt... using paper, too. That guy's got paper. Oh, my God. Everyone's shirt looks like it's three sizes too big. So I always used to think that when Spock was talking about the SS Columbia, I thought he was, always thought he was talking about the NXO2 Columbia. Ah. That would be cool. He did a swipe like that. Manchara class. Should mention that at this point in the Trek timeline, Burnham is on the Shinto under. Uh, Interesting, uh, Giorgio. And here's another case of having to rescue, potentially rescue people. And again, Pike is going for the rescue. Mm-hmm. So this is about, yeah, about three years oh before my, the events of the... Discovery. Very, very 1960s. But it's also very um, next generation in that you have people wearing civilian clothes. Right. You very rarely saw civilian clothes on the original series. Whoa, it's see-through. It's got a TV. <laughs> it's probably just so like, the Admiral can pop up tell him what to do. That's Doctor. Dr. Boyce. Oh, no. I do wonder if we're going to see him. What's that? That's right. Pike is so different in this than he is than we see him on Discovery. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, also we pick up sort of uh, in the middle of the action here. Yeah. There's nothing particularly exciting happening. I mean, they're they're going to rescue someone, but, you know, it's another day at the office for him. But he's also very, I think at this point, He's kind of burned out. Right. And this scene here kind of explains it, too. So, yeah, this gets more of a shrink than a doctor at this point. That actor, his name is John Hoyt. He's been on The Twilight Zone. Bunch of times. He looks yeah, like a seasoned uh, hand of character acting. Oh, it makes sense. He's tired of. Um... Oh, interesting with that because when he says who. That's why he was so insistent on not wanting to leave anybody down there to die. Yeah. On Discovery. Probably better for him he didn't make go to the war given how yeah. he doesn't seem to like sending people to possibly <clears throat> go in harm's way. 
Whoa, xenophobia, huh? Green yeah. animal women? Jeez. Wow, Dr. Owen. I wonder why they got rid of this guy. It is kind of strange that we just want to go to human trafficking if the whole Starfleet thing didn't work out. Yeah. We got a printer going on. Wow. Facts. So, yeah, a lot more paper. I mean, okay. That to me just tells me, like, you can't do that on Discovery. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't. It would be fantastic, though. It would, but it, it's just you can't. <laughs> just use the frequency exact set exactly. He's printing out paper, for God's sakes. So, like, and and then it's like, now what does he do with it? Where does he leave it? There's no trash barrel. There's no trash can on the bridge. Now he, he prints it out, he's stuck with it. Hey, yeah. It would be great to have the, the Discovery crew walk on and they're all kind of looking at each other and looking around at the set and not saying anything. It would be really feeling... funny like if the Enterprise itself wow. is sort of like really out of time. Do you notice he called the warp factor the, our time warp? Really? Yeah, factor seven. Our time warp. And this is predates um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I never really got what's going on here. Like... <laughs> what are they doing? Women will go up then. Yeah. Oh, this is the this is the well, warping. They're, they're warping. They're traveling. I guess. Wow. Yeah. But this is very, really, really, not exciting television. Man. I guess Pike's just in a bad mood. Yeah, he's really, um... Maybe Spock pisses him off. You know, Spock's on the ship. He's really in a good mood in Enterprise. I mean, uh, Discovery. When it comes to that weird line I was talking about. She's replacing your former yeoman, sir. No, she does a good job, all right. It's just that I, I get used to having a woman on the bridge. Interesting. Remember, things were a product of the time in which they were written. Although clearly he, he has uh, come no, around. Number one. Who will appear on Discovery. Mm. Played by Rebecca Romain Stamos. Obviously here played by the first woman of Trek herself. Major, Major Barrett. Barrett. See, even that guy on the left, like, he's on the original series from time to time. Like, it's interesting that they even got the same kind of, like... He's one of those background Background people. actors, yeah. yeah. It is funny, though, that, I mean, even Spock barely has a personality here. They're, it's very... Lifeless. Yeah. I mean, the Doctor had a little bit of a personality. It was sort of a cliche personality. 
Not like Bones' personality. Sorry, number one. Some information on this plan, so we'll have to leave the ship's motion screens to our computer terminal. Um, number one doesn't even have a name in this episode yet. Number one? Yeah. Hmm. So, that's what's cool about them being on Discovery, I think, is that they can actually, they could give her a name. They give her something you know, to do. They're in a position to actually do that. If you look closely, that console is the bridge console. Oh, nice. It's interesting that they have special um, separate uniforms for the... Mm. Like they, they well, yeah, look more like, like technicians more or custodians. Yeah. Wow. What was that? I think you hit the... No, I didn't. So oh. <laughs> this is thrilling listening for the people at home. A little editing snafu there. Yeah, I know exactly how it was done, too. If their away team uh, coats on. Chiming stops. They kind of look like Discovery's uniforms like that. Actually, yeah. They're all blue. They got a little metal, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? <clears throat> a little metal uh, bedazzlement. A little sparkly. Yeah, but even though this was not sold in the network, this episode did not air. No? Like this, no. Oh, it, but the pieces there. Spock's limping. See that? Yeah, what the? It's got to be some weird story. Nemo has got to be a... There's probably some... That's <laughs> some great story. Like, they gave me the wrong size boot on one foot that day. <laughs> like, the production obviously stays very much the same. You can tell they're using some Wild West um, oh, yeah. cowboy film backgrounds there. In a Monument Valley, or I believe it might be called. Spock smiling. It's fascinating. But yeah, Spock doesn't Spock yet. What's interesting to me is that like they're going down to a planet like this, and they're going down there as if they're going down to a, they're doing a planet, like visiting a planet for the first time, as if like we would, because it's the first time you know you're seeing it on the show. Right, them doing that kind of thing, and so they're acting as if they're just doing oh, it yes. for the first time. Whereas, like, where for them, they would be doing this all the time. Right, it should be no big deal. But maybe they're such you know seekers of the unknown that every time they encounter mm. new plants, they get pumped up. <laughs> Is that guy on the right for the guys later in um? Uh, naked Gun movies? Oh, I, oh no. George Kennedy? No. Yeah, no. I don't think I, no. Well, no, this is like... <laughs> so the idea of beautiful women being... A, Keep part of many, many episodes of an early edition. Telosians, which I guess I've been hearing is supposed to appear this season. Oh, these guys. On Discovery. 
When I was a kid, I had this book that I got at, uh, <clears throat> we had the scholastic fairs at my school, you know, and you could get mm-hmm. the books. And there was a, a Creatures of Star Trek book that I got. And it had just stills from the show. Still have All it? the different. No, I know. And um, I remember the one with these guys. <clears throat> Pretty freaky. Because I, I, I was didn't really know the show that well when I was a kid. So I just had to think, look at the pictures and think like, oh, what could these people be about? Wish they had those. Hmm? Wish they had those exact communicators in Discovery. They're like, they're clear. You can see the inside of them. That would be interesting. Wish you Pike one. It's funny they have the same gold, you know, mesh, but they're much wider also. Yeah. Discoveries have a bit of a mesh like that. I mean, Discoveries oddly enough are a lot like um, the ones used in the Wrath of Khan. Hmm. Like, I thought it was odd in the Discovery opening credits, you actually see the communicator flipping open. But it's a TOS communicator. It's not the ones from yeah. Discovery. Those aren't the ones they're using. Almost like they made that as sort of a proof of concept. Yeah. And kept it. Okay, now we're going to get their secret. The jackets are nice, too, because you still see the color of the mm-hmm. turtleneck, so you know the, the rank or the division. Very practical. Mysterious theme playing. Close captioning has come a long way. I love how close captioning it tells you, describes the music. The theremin being used here. Always good for mystery music. Uh oh. There we are. Oh, the film was split like that? Zaps? That was a pretty good effect, actually. <laughs> the orange puff. It's all a trap. laser guns instead of phasers. Wouldn't cool if they had those phases on Discovery too. It's funny that so the show did not get picked up. They made some changes. It's funny though how much of the props they changed. Yeah. So I'm sure it wasn't the communicators or the phasers that made the show not work. Yeah, I think they've been reused several times over the years but um alien weaponry and whatnot yeah
that was a little flash of the spark we know. Yeah. His tone when it got serious before he his tone wasn't you know wasn't quite spark yet. Well, that's a great set. I was just yeah, I was kind of observing that actually. I like how the depth of it and everything. Because it's not a painting, that's an actual You think? I don't think so. I think it's I don't think it's a it's that's actually a set. Oh, yeah, it does look real. It's not a matte painting or anything. That's pretty extensive. Maybe it's a mine or something. Oh yes, there's another one of the creatures from my book. That's okay. Cool if we didn't actually see it though. We just saw like this. Well, that was freaky. Wait, the film was backwards or slowed down or something? Yeah. Um, I think definitely these were an influence on Marvel's uh, The Watchers. Yeah. Yeah, they live out in space and they watch the Marvel Universe. You know, they were at the end of one of the Guardians movies. They're big heads like that. This part's actually pretty great. Ready room with chairs like uh, Pike says he needs. Even out of a person's own desire, illusion 
Spock's makeup is uh And I still get hung up on this, like, on the set, like, you can't expect it to look like this on, if you see it on Discovery. Yeah. But I mean, you could follow the, the layout. layout. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And just, you know, I mean, you could stay true enough to it that it would be interesting. I just think it's ridiculous that fans expect that. Yeah. I'm sure you couldn't even find those gooseneck lamps anymore. But yeah, why would they have little screens? It'd be silly. Well, and also, like, within the context of modern technology, it's like, you know, because back then, that sort of thing didn't even exist. Right. You know, now it does. Whereas now, right, we're doing conference calls in our pocket at yeah. all times. With the help of an extensive cellular network, which is different. Obviously, on other planets, they don't have a network in place. That's lovely. Oh, right. This is a sort of a classic Trek trope, isn't it? The, what? The, like, illusion world that is real, that is tempting. Rigel 7. Rigel. Rigel 7. Yep. This is uh, the planet he was just at before uh, the mm-hmm. episode where he lost his crewman. Like Shatter. Right off the bat, you know, using the sets from other things. There's mm-hmm. a castle set. It's a man making that noise. <laughs> I haven't studied men enough to know yet. So this must be the experiment that they mentioned. Yep. I haven't seen this episode in a long time. Oh yeah, leftover costume also. There's got to be a lot of Twilight Zone stuff being reused too, because I think the Twilight Zone was just ending as this was being made. They're both for the same production company. Mm. 
can't help it. Look like the mouthpiece he's got in there. Same fight choreographer from yeah. the sort of progressive, apparently. Even music, too. Uh huh. The only difference is Pike isn't getting his shirt ripped apart. That's true. Like Kirkwood. He must not have got that in his contract like Shatter probably did. Maybe Jeffrey Arno doesn't have the uh, pecs that Shatter had. Good. <laughs> Legitimately concerned. He's going to ravage her. Of course. It's like. I don't know. They're on this planet and it's like almost like medieval, you know? Well. Yeah. I know. It's the. I guess. Star Trek. I mean, come I on. Know. We've seen everything from ancient Greece to yeah. Chicago, 1920s. Planets you never saw again after that. Right. Picard or anybody never went to them. Yeah, by the, um, you know, the the um, canon people, shouldn't they? Shouldn't every planet have been some era of 20th century Earth history? Or Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Well, no, they just didn't have the budget to... Uh... Oh, okay. So then it was okay. It's like, they're so selective about what's acceptable and what isn't. <sighs> yeah, if Discovery showed up at a 1920 Chicago planet, people would <laughs> not go. Eating popcorn, so don't mind. Don't yeah. mind us. Try to do it away from the mic. I don't know when I last watched this. Like the whole way through. It's been a while. I, I don't I don't visit this episode very often. It's very flat. Well, it's very just like it's very unexciting. But I don't know. It has all the elements. I feel if this were the the um, you it's, know the real crew, the real cast, rather. It's a very like it's a very almost like primeval version of Trek. I think if they had the dynamics worked out. And the characters had some life, which they had later. I think it would have worked. Yeah. Because Spock, I mean, they certainly would have probably made Spock kind of <clears> like not admire them, but like understand them better because yeah. they're very logical, like him. Like, ooh, most peculiar experiment <laughs> to understand. Mm, brilliant, actually. You know, something. <clears throat> and then Bones would say, "You would think this was a good idea, you green-blooded freak." You know, like that. I'd love to see McCoy on Discovery. I really would. He's got a sister. What in blazes is this? <laughs> Mysterious theme playing. Well, the goggles are better than those ones we saw in Spock. The red ones with the silver. Yeah. 
I really don't like this doctor. Does he really have a reason to be there? <laughs> Did they ever use this gun again? Those effects are great. For the time, definitely. Yeah, yeah even I mean, now though. They're just... It's color. They're very nice to look at. They did bring quite a lot of the crew, didn't they, to blast through this thing? Just to watch. I've always found the pacing of the original series to be tough by modern, you know, standards. But oh yeah, this is even worse. It's true though. Like, yeah, maybe they did blast through. They it. may have blast through, but you wouldn't know. But nobody's trying to actually walk up, like, nobody's trying to actually walk up to it and see if they can actually get through. Yeah, that's a good point. Interesting. I do wonder how this would go if it were Kirk. Yeah, yeah. He definitely would have made out with this lady before <laughs> before getting on with his plan. Two tests is really believe it. Uh. 
I'm beginning to see a little bit of the Pike we saw in the episode, though. How so? I don't know. Just like maybe like just his level of confidence, you know. That's true. It didn't really phase him here. Yeah, he quickly got. I like, did like how he just interrogated her and kind of got to the bottom of it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. That's a very Shatter-like performance, actually. Oh, definitely. So, uh, yeah. That's fun. So they put him in hell and then said it from a fable that you heard. Well, it's a very like I don't know it's a very I don't know I can't explain it it is like an interesting concept but it's a very tracky idea really it makes sense that this it definitely is it's the first one Like every time that door opens, it just kind of makes that jingling sound effect as part of the music. <laughs> oh, they got to his ranch. Mojave. That the picnic. He mentions this place on Discovery. All right. 
I don't know how the best way to jump into a cold stream is all at once or something. Mm-hmm. Just to jump right in. Yeah. You said how we had horses to the doctor here. Matte painting in the back of the city. Mm-hmm. Now, if they mean Mojave Desert, <clears throat> then certainly the landscape has changed. Right. <laughs> Which could be the case. Maybe they terraformed it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Genesis Project. This guy has interesting eyes, doesn't he? Yeah, it's really light blue. I do wonder how sometimes, like, how different the franchise would have been if they decided to go ahead with this. Because Jeffrey Hunter died like a while ago. It wouldn't have. Um, it wouldn't have ever gotten. That's yeah. They didn't have the dynamic like the the. Opposing Spock and yeah. Kirk. That's well, not at first. I mean, it seems like it kind of develops over time, you know? Oh, no, this guy's so flat. They're all so flat. I definitely hope no one is listening to this while not watching the episode. It'll be really boring on your commute. <laughs> oh, because of our long, like, yeah, because we have those, like, we were just getting into the episode. Bouts of silence, and we're just forgetting to say something. <laughs> Maybe we should have watched Unless they know the episode first. Huh? Maybe we should have watched it once first. Unless they know the episode really, really well and they just know. Yeah. <laughs> a menagerie of cage. Yeah, they both are. You just named two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice in Discovery, actually, when he was in his ready room? He dropped the fortune cookie thing at oh, the cage. Oh, yes, the cage. Uh, yeah. What is it? Not all cages are prisons or something. I feel like it's a quote, like from. It is. I think it's like directly lifted from the show. Oh, okay. I gotta say though, I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't 
remember how we got out of there. I don't remember either. Some I kind think... of like. Um, we're, we're intrigued. We are. It's definitely him that gets out. There's no way the crew gets in. Funny, like as a you know somebody who me who works in like who does graphic design works in video editing and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I can always tell on these old shows like when they're gonna transition to something. Mm -hmm. If you notice, like the because I could tell right then when we want to. The film gets darker when they do that. Hmm. Just put an overlap with another thing, yeah. another piece of film. Orion slaves. This was his other thing he mentioned, which seemed very strange for him. But yes, he's got a he's got a dark side. That one does. Can't even call them animal women though. Can't have a racist doctor. Should yeah, be the captain, huh? That's this is definitely captain, my guy. Yeah, I thought that's just another uniform. With the low cut V. So now they're, they're tantalizing it with this world of infinite sex robots. And silk capes. <laughs> Hard to turn down. I mean... And silk capes. <laughs> Music is great. Are in illusion also. One could find 
himself materialized inside solid rock. Nothing can be said if anyone here wants to back out. I want them to wear those backpacks again. Yeah. They love them. Oh, tricky. Oh, I already found It's like not even reacting to them being there. I know, I thought he was in some kind of. I thought he was in like a trance or something. Oh, he was trying to probably keep them out of his mind. Thank you. 
like acting Captain Saru. There's no um like ambient ship no sounds. No, there isn't. It's very dis- disturbing to me. <laughs> I remember this. Twist your head off. That light hanging over the console over there. I don't know, square one. I didn't notice that. It's got a little beam to it. <laughs> now, didn't they say that they don't have any technological? Well, they had little technological knowledge. It so was literally in their brains. Well, I guess they have elevators. <laughs> Kennedy and uh, Johnson went by. <laughs> Well, I do know that for the uh, remaster, they did kind of update that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think I could be wrong, but I feel like I, they threw it. They threw uh, Reagan and Clinton. No, they threw Archer in there. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fun. I thought they changed the setting. I just twist the. Yeah. They did blast it open. Yep. <clears throat> I feel like Spock would have thought to check. We cut through and we never knew it. 
It's interesting that they teased that we may they at Comic Con this year they teased or last year last summer they teased that we could see the Telosians on the season of Discovery and be curious to see like what they how did they do that? Oh, they asked Anson Mountain. He said you. He kind of teased it. Even though the signals is coming from there or something. Can't you come back? They could mess with it and be like, "See, you can only like take the illusion thing so far." So it's like, "Is this still an illusion? Are we really back?" <clears throat> That's true. Episode. <clears throat> oh, what seeing her? Uh... Yeah, I think I do remember this first. Thank you. Is that why she doesn't want to go back? Because she said she'll go gold. Yeah. That's weird. 
She almost looks like droopy face uh, Pike from Liner. Right. <laughs> oh, that's great. I want to see the whole thing now. What a little fun. Or they didn't know what a human looked like, so they put her back together all wrong. Oh, yeah. you think you look beautiful then you're happy oh she gave him a, oh she gave her a fake captain oh I see that mm -hmm. makes more sense now. Yeah, I mean, he's still a fairly stiff captain. Yeah, but he's a competent captain. He's a, you know, he clearly respects his crew. And... So I can see how this would maybe reinvigorate him, you know? Yeah. He's still kind of a dick. Well, they got used to women on the bridge. And, yeah. I was wondering, just curious, who are they? Nobody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They look like they're setting up like a love triangle, strangely. God, they didn't go down that route. I thought he was going to scold him for being on the bridge because he's a doctor. See, look how big their shirts are. How big they're what? The shirt, except oh. for the main crew, the shirts are enormous. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. That what almost was. Well, it would have probably been a half season before it was canceled and then forgotten. Television show. You ever see that angle? That should be there. And Leonard Nimoy would now be a world famous photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that, uh, you know, because Nimoy is from uh, Boston. Boston. I don't know if it's a Boston thing, but I heard him say battery, like the way my grandfather used to say. He say battery. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I really should have been on the other podcast, but when Burnham threw up 
Spock's um oh yeah so there we are it's all over but you're gonna listen to this great story I'm about to tell you can see the difference out with the remastered yeah um when Burnham was throwing up Spock's um digital starfield thing mm -hmm. for some reason it then it reminded me of um the uh planetarium at the museum of science oh yeah because so we live in the boston area and uh leonard nimoy is from the car. a part of boston that no longer exists uh the west end yeah the west end because they put a highway and whatnot but it was right near the museum of science and so for years maybe even still at the planetarium to boston museum of science uh, it's a voiceover from Leonard Nimoy talking about his old neighborhood and, and then, you know, introducing yeah. the planetarium exhibit. Yeah, he did the, um, it was the Omni Theater. Yes. That he did yes. the uh, voice for. Yep. So that was. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Because then he begins, like, talking to himself. They keep adding the voice, they keep adding his voice, and then it's like, now he's, like, having a conversation with himself. Yeah. And so even remember, shows like, some old photographs of the West End. End. They say, like, the West End, and he's like, oh, he grew up three blocks from here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, overall, I it's you know it's an okay episode, I guess, but it's um like I said, it's not an episode that I that I uh, revisit very often. No, but the the that uh, race of aliens is is interesting. Yeah, and I hope they do show up in Discovery. That would be a we could follow this up and do one for the Menagerie sometime. What's that? We could follow this one up and do one a recording for the Menagerie. Maybe we should. The Menagerie's better, anyway. Well, the Menagerie is when you actually was everybody's first time seeing this. The Menagerie only exists because I think there they was had like, extra footage, right? Had extra footage, and I think they were like, I want to say they were like trying to cut costs, and they had this whole episode. Yeah, they could just like you're going to waste all that. Serve as a uh, vignette. Yeah. Um, so you know, Lucille Ball's not made of money. And well, and it's because of the Menagerie that this episode became canon right because this had not existed but then yeah we're going yeah because files. before this there was no not reference to chris pike or uh anything like that so yeah. i think as far as the up until the menagerie i think as far as they were concerned that that those events never took place yeah it's kind of funny maybe that episode is what kind of started like the greater trek universe because that's the first time that they implied that hey there's like a history before this yeah. and a history after yeah so that's kind of uh, probably pretty monumental and there is a captain of that ship before pike also so who we've only seen once on the animated series okay. so and i think that's also what excites me about about where discovery takes place is because we're in it's in a position to not only give the characters from this episode history but anything before it we can finally meet like the first captain of the enterprise was robert april and he's been seen once on the animated series and he was referred to once on discovery and then but you know oh yeah he could still be alive we could right meet. i don't need to meet robert april but you don't need to okay i'm curious i mean, I mean we used like... to make fun of the idea of the young pike and now we're pretty pumped about it so I know. <laughs> the Young Pike Chronicles. The, um, well, that was when uh, Solo came out, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, yeah, it's a, it's a, I would say that The Cage is a very, it's a compelling episode. It's not, I don't think it's among the best 
No, but it's Trek episodes. But it's, it's not uh, so different. No, in in the concept, it's very yeah. You know, I can see that being Kirk and uh, down there. It's an extremely primeval. Like I said, I always say it's a very primeval version of. Uh, I think it's very flat. The Trek that we because uh, uh, the actor doesn't have the. I don't know. He doesn't have something that Shatner had. Well, he never smiled. He doesn't have. Well, he doesn't have a lot of. Um, doesn't have a lot of charisma. Yeah, that's the word. Charisma. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of charisma. Yeah, and he didn't smile once in this. Yeah, episode. and that's yeah, what that's... I remember most is Kirk. You know, like he would have smiled at some point in there. You know, like he would have looked out at the like Orion slave. He would have given a little smirk, like "Whoa, that's pretty." And great. Kirk had, Something. you know, and Kirk had a lot of charm to him also. And, he, and Pike did not, at least in this version of it. Yeah, he's surly. He's kind of, uh, yeah. you know, like, hey, girl, intern, where's my report? That was kind of the vibe he had. I guess we just attributed this to just him having a bad couple of days. Yeah, but it was funny. After, I thought he was going to be changed somewhat, but no, he was the same. Well, I mean, good time. I mean, he's going to meet up with Discovery and Burnham in about three years, so. Yeah, he has some time to turn it around. Spock's going to grow a beard. Yeah, but that's I'm hoping for a um, a Pike spinoff series. That that's my uh, that's my ultimate. I I think they after George O. I think I don't want to sound like you know the fans are like you got to go into the future, but just you got to do something else. You can't just keep you are with Picard. You can't have one show and keep pulling characters from it. Though. No, well, Picard's going back to the Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The Back to the Future remake, Picard as <sighs> Doc Brown. Shut up. I can't. And Justin Bieber Sorry. as... Uh, All right, well, um, as always, shoot us an email at... Uh, yes. D- discoveryweTrust at gmail.com and be... I hope you didn't bore, your, bore you to tears. And, be, but... and feel free to tweet us at Disco Podcast. Yeah, I hope not. But... All right, have fun.